The song that just played during our candle lighting is one we've heard here at All Souls a number of times. It plays a good bit, I think, across our denomination in occasions. And at one of our recent conferences, the composer and singer-performer was the key, the keynote, the key, uh, I guess, teacher for the occasion. His name is Peter Mayer. We had him at uh, one of our general assemblies as well. But the line in it that drew me to it today was that line about an even greater magic trick is that anything is here at all. For a very long time, philosophers have been playing with the question, why is there something rather than nothing? And answers, you know, as you can imagine, go all over the place. Some of them boil down to why not. Um, some of them are that they're ha- they're there has to be something. I don't think that... That doesn't satisfy my question. But, um, but the idea has fascinated me for a, a long time intermittently. It'll come up. And, and w- when people begin talking about the Big Bang Theory, I always go back to, well, something had to generate the bang. You know, that's all fine and good. But how do you explain what generated it in the first place? You know, that loop goes on forever. I can remember as a young child saying, if God made the world, then who made God? And if somebody made God, who made them? You know, and, and that was probably one of the earliest indications that I would be here with you people. <laughs> and that question has not adequately been answered. You know, I don't, I don't think about God the same way that I did as a child. And I've spoken here before about what I mean when I say God. I think it means a lot of things for a lot of us. And um, but there are science, there's scientific speculation that, and I think I've mentioned this before as well, that we may be reaching the limits of our evolutionary capacity to comprehend. Not to learn, we can always get more information and we can always create things, apparently. Um, But there are some things that we don't have the intellectual capacity to grasp. Kind of like asking fish to explain what's outside the ocean. You can touch it. They can jump up and they can touch it or they can get out of it and die. (laughs) But our containers are limited. 
And there's more to life. I know some of you don't agree with that. But I can't, for the life of me, possibly explain everything. And, I, and when I run into questions like that about why is there something, or what generated the Big Bang, or if, then, I'm comfortable letting that be the mystery, letting, accepting that that is beyond my capacity, except maybe to touch. Every time spring rolls around and life revs up for another go-round, I find myself smiling at the simple elegance and perfection of this messy, irrepressible spectacular. In our house, we are besieged with acorns. Although I don't have any doubt who's going to win this battle. <laughs> um, the, the battle is nowhere near over. And I, I would have to think this may be a byproduct of the droughts we've been having. And then I notice already that this year we will have a bumper crop of mosquitoes. And I have to think that this is a byproduct of the mild winter that we had. You know, so the acorns, things that are made to generate life, are so plentiful they can't even all find a piece of ground. And I guess martins will become plentiful if the food supply has anything to do with it. But the lacy green cast that's on the trees, I noticed it on my way to church, just out as you look across horizons, you can see just the faintest trace. It's like a green outline on a lot of the trees. Somehow, life persists. Somehow, in spite of all of the damage that we may have done, spring comes again. And it makes me wonder. The radiant sun returns, and by the light and energy, by its light and energy, it makes life possible. It's the perfect metaphor for spirit, inspiration, for education, something so obvious but so often overlooked, does so very much to keep us fueled, vital, and viable. But that which is around us is also in us. 
I can remember springs when uh, there were new urges. You can watch uh, animals romping, interacting in ways they don't any other time of year, and we can assume our teenagers may be well (laughs) influenced by the same time and tides. We're a part of it. It's a part of us. What is that? We're not rooted to the ground. The mystery is there. The mystery calls us to remain on this quest, ever trying to learn just a little more about it. The wonder of the season calls us back to our vitality and our dreams and our visions, our callings, our passions, and our challenges. And we see with the returning light the places we still have need for growth, the places we may need pruning. We see the hints of new ideas peek through. We have life. We receive daily the gift of another chance. What will we do with it this year? What will you do with it this year? Where will that inner piper lead? Um, This is from Diego Valera. Valeri. You who have an eye for miracles, regard the bud now appearing on the bare branch of the fragile young tree. It's a mere dot, a nothing. But already it's a flower, already a fruit, already its own death and resurrection. Just one 
The same stream of life that runs through our veins night and day runs through the world and dances in rhythmic measures. It is the same life that shoots in joy through the dust of the earth and numberless blades of grass and breaks into tumultuous leaves, waves of leaves and flowers. It is the same life that is rocked in the ocean cradle of birth and death, in ebb and in flow. Our limbs are made glorious by the touch of this world of life. And our pride is from the life throb of ages dancing in our blood this moment. Do you understand that there is divinity in you? Just like one of our readings talks about we are stardust, and so does Joni Mitchell. <laughs> um, whatever is behind all of those questions rests with us as well. <laughs> 